you, Heavenly Father, for another blessed time that we can come before Thee. We thank you for your love, your mercies, and grace towards us. Father, we pray that you can teach us about doctrine and help us to understand thy word more and more each day. For we ask this in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. What did Jesus say about doctrine? We hear so much about love in the Christian world today, and yet our love is lacking. Anybody outside of the Christian world can see that we don't have the love that we profess so much. Is saying that it is all about love to cover up for something else? Did Jesus say that it is all about love? Did the apostles teach just love and nothing else? We have learned in other teachings that truth is what Jesus came to teach us. I see that when Christians speak of love, the next words are that doctrine is not important. Wait a minute. If doctrine is not important, then why did Jesus teach us doctrine? Christians don't understand what the word doctrine actually means. So let us have a look at the 1828 Webster's Dictionary for the definition of doctrine. Number one, in a general sense, whatever is taught, hence a principle or position in any science, whatever is laid down as true by an instructor or master, the doctrines of the gospel are the principles of truths taught by Christ and his apostles. The doctrines of Plato are the principles which he taught. Hence, a doctrine may be true or false. It may be a mere tenet or opinion. 2. The act of teaching. He taught them many things by parables and said to them in his doctrine in Mark 4. Let us have a look at the first two verses of Mark 4, verse 1. And he began again to teach by the seaside, and there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship and sat in the sea. And the whole multitude was by the sea on the land, and he taught them many things by parables and said unto them in his doctrine. The word doctrine here can also mean instruction. So Jesus began to teach them his doctrine. We can see already how important it is for us to have the doctrine or instruction from Jesus. The wrong doctrines and we are lost. We end up on the broad way. So far, you can see from this definition that doctrine means to teach. So when love is just preached, what are you learning? Jesus taught us truth and hard truth at that. This is one reason I believe why Christians just want to speak of love, as learning the truth from Jesus and having to change my life is too difficult. Carrying on with the definition. Number three, learning or knowledge. Whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Isaiah 28. Let us have a look at Isaiah 28. Verse 1. Woe to the crown of pride, to the drunkards of Ephraim, whose glorious beauty is a fading flower which are on the head of the fat valleys of them that are overcome with wine. Behold, the Lord hath a mighty and strong one, which as a tempest of hail and a destroying storm, as a flood of mighty waters overflowing, shall cast down to the earth with the hand the crown of pride, the drunkards of Ephraim shall be trodden under feet. Are we as Christians proud because we think we are saved and have all this knowledge from the Bible? Yet, we hardly study or read our Bible properly. Our pride will be trodden on. Verse 4, And the glorious beauty which is on the head of the fat valley shall be a fading flower, and as the hasty fruit before the summer, which when he that looketh upon it seeth, while it is yet in his hand, he eateth it up. In that day shall the Lord of hosts be for a crown of glory, and for a diadem of beauty unto the residue of his people. 
and for a spirit of judgment to him that sitteth in judgment, and for strength to them that turn the battle to the gate. But they also have erred through wine and strong drink, and through strong drink are out of the way. The priest and the prophet have erred through strong drink. They are swallowed up of wine. They are out of the way through strong drink. They err in vision. They stumble in judgment. Wine relates to doctrine, as we see in verse 9, verse 8. For all tables are full of vomit and filthiness, so that there is no place clean. Whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the mouth and drawn from the breasts. So why did not God tell Israel that it is all about love? This is why we need to study our Bible properly and stop listening to what sounds good from the pulpit. Who is going to make you understand doctrine? Is it your pastor, the theologian, or your elders? If everybody is just speaking of love, then who, I ask, is going to teach doctrine? Without God teaching us, we will be lost. Hanging on to traditions because people believed them in the past is not salvation. We individually need to come to God to be taught of His doctrine, His instruction to us. Then we will know what true love is all about, not this Hollywood love that we have from the Christians today. So how do we learn doctrine? Verse 10, For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to his people, whom he said, This is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. God has shown us how we must study his word, so doctrine will cause the weary to rest. Are ye hearing? Are you one of those that will not hear, as Isaiah says in verse 12? I know a lot of people that will not hear the truth, and Paul said this in 2 Timothy. Verse 2, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. Have we come to the time when the Christian world will not hear sound doctrine? They will not hear the truth. Yes, we have. We have a lot of traditions in the different denominations that can't even be found in the Bible. We have a lot of fables that we would rather listen to than the truth. Even ones that Jesus taught plainly, like the dead are asleep. Yet tradition teaches that the dead go to a place called heaven or hell when you die. Study the Bible and you will find that this is a false teaching. Back to our subject on doctrine. Isaiah 28, verse 13. But the word of the Lord was unto them, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little, and they, that they might go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. Wherefore, hear the word of the Lord, ye scornful men, that rule this people which is in Jerusalem. Let us go now to verse 26. For his God doth instruct him to discretion, and doth teach him. The word instruct here can also mean to teach, correct, chastise. This is something that we as humans don't like, to be corrected. 
This is because of our pride. These men in Israel fell because of their pride. Don't fall into the same trap and just believe what everyone else does because it is popular. This does not save us. Moving on with Webster's definition of doctrine. Number four, the truths of the gospel in general, that they may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in all things. Titus 2. Let us have a look at Titus 2 verse 1. But speak thou the things which become sound doctrine. Do the preachers of today speak the things which become sound doctrine? You figure it out for yourself. Money has become the gospel of today. Think about it. The prosperity gospel is here today and has been with us for a long time. Jesus had nowhere to lay his head. He had no money. His disciples had no money. He never told his disciples that they would have earthly riches after he was raised and left to go to his father. So, where did this prosperity message come from? The only ones that benefit from it are the ones that preach it. Just take a look at what they own and make up your own mind. Titus 2 verse 2, that the aged men be sober, grave, tempered, sound in faith, in charity, in patience. The aged woman, likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young woman to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Young men, likewise exhort to be sober-minded in all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works, in doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity. Here we go again, in doctrine. So how important is doctrine? The wrong doctrine. And you end up in the wrong resurrection. How sad. Titus 2 verse 8. Sound speech that cannot be condemned. That he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. Exhort servants to be obedient unto their own masters and to please them well in all things, not answering again, not prolonging, but showing all good fidelity, that they may adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior, in all things. Adorn the doctrine of our God, our Savior? Do you just say now that it is all about love? Do you as a Christian adorn the doctrine of God? Or are you one of those that say that it is not all about doctrine or that doctrine is not important? And you now see how important doctrine is. And you now see how important the doctrine from God is and not from man. Titus 2 verse 11, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Do you live godly in this present world? Verse 13, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Now here's another doctrine that has gone astray. It says here that we may be redeemed from all iniquity. Yes, Jesus died for our sins. And yet it also says, and purify unto himself a peculiar people. 
Are we as Christians peculiar? Or do we sin just like the world sins? Think about it. Verse 15. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. Don't let any person despise you because you want to study the doctrine in the Bible. The word despise here means condemn. But don't let people condemn you. These people are not from God, for they know not what the Bible says. Carrying on with number five about doctrine, instruction and confirmation in the truths of the gospel. 2 Timothy 3 verse 1. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. How do you not let these perilous times overcome you? It is in the truth, the truth that is in the Bible. 2 Timothy 3 verse 2. For men shall be lovers of their own souls, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, edy, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. I have heard people say that these verses are an indication of the people outside of the church. But what does the next verse say? Verse 5, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. The people outside the church does not have any form of godliness. These verses point to us Christians today, so take heed of them and see that you are not like one of these. Verse 6, for of this sort, are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth of men of corrupt minds, reprobate concerning the faith. There are people in the church which, which resist the truth, and truth comes through doctrine also known as teaching or instruction. It makes you wonder what the Christians that just talk of love are hiding, or what are hiding from, the truth. Are you wondering who Janus and Drambries were? The treasure of scripture knowledge points these two people to the wise men, sorcerers and magicians of Egypt. They are Egyptian names. So Paul is comparing the people that resist the truth from the Bible sorcerers and magicians of Egypt. So be careful what you say about doctrine. Do you want to be one of those, Janus or Jambres? 2 Timothy 3 verse 9 But they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, Afflictions which came unto me at Antioch and Nicoam and Lystra. What persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. Paul says that they knew his teaching, his instruction, translated here as doctrine. Verse 12 Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall, shall suffer persecution, that evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. Deceiving and being deceived. Are we as Christians being deceived by evil men? Remember, they come to you as ministers of light. This is why we need to study for ourselves 
as if we don't, we will be deceived by other people. Jesus will never deceive us. Verse 14, But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned, and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. We have seen just from the definition of what doctrine is from Webster's Dictionary of 1828 that doctrine is a teaching and instruction. These doctrines have been given to us by God and yet Christians say that they are not important. They say it is all about love. Well, who are they following? Let us look at the Old Testament verses that speak of doctrine. In all, there are 50 verses that speak of doctrine. The majority of them are in the New Testament. Deuteronomy 32 verse 2. My doctrine shall drop as the rain. My speech shall distill as the dew, as the small rain upon the tender herb and as the showers upon the grass. Everybody that I have spoken to believes that the latter rain is the Holy Spirit. Yet God says here that his doctrine shall drop as the rain. So, if you are not listening to the Spirit of God, you will not receive the latter rain, as you won't have the doctrine that he is teaching his people. Proverbs 4 verse 2 For I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. God's law has to do with doctrine. And yet we are told that you can't keep the law. Is that really true? Or is it preached by an unsanctified person? Because he or she can't give up on their sins. Don't fall into that trap. Jesus said that we can go and sin no more. Isaiah 28 verse 9. Whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breasts. Who teaches us? It is God that teaches us, if we would let him. But you need to be weaned from the milk, from those false pastors that are out there teaching you trash. Isaiah 29 verse 24. They also that erred in spirit shall come to understanding, and they that murmured shall learn doctrine. Jeremiah 10 verse 8. But they are altogether brutish and foolish. The stock is a doctrine of vanities. Stock is a tree, wood, and wood burns up. So will these false doctrines also burn up against the word of God? Yes, the truth shall make you free, as Jesus said in John 8 verse 32. The word doctrine here can also be translated as chastisement, reproof, bond, check, warning or instruction, correction, disciple or rebuke. There are another 50 verses that use this Hebrew word it is translated different. It is a good idea to go through these verses as well so that we can get a better understanding of what God is trying to teach us. This is how we need to study the Bible. Here a little and there a little. Deuteronomy 11 verse 2 And know ye this day, for I speak not with your children which have not known and which have not seen the chastisement of the Lord your God, his greatness, his mighty hand, and his stretched out arm. Job 5 verse 17 Behold, happy is the man whom God correcteth. Therefore, 
despise not thou the chastising of the Almighty. Well, the chastising can be the doctrine as well, or the instruction. Job 12, verse 18. He looseth the bond of kings and girdeth their loins with a girdle. Job 20, verse 3. I have heard the check of my reproach, and the spirit of my understanding causeth me to answer. Job 36, verse 10. He openeth also their ear to discipline, and commandeth that they return from iniquity. Psalm 50, verse 17. Seeing thou hatest instruction, and casteth my words behind thee, do you hate the instruction or doctrine of God? Be honest with yourself. It is the only way to hear God is to be honest that we are going on the wrong path. Then God can help us to correct the path. Proverbs 1 verse 2 To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding. Verse 3 To receive the instruction of wisdom, justice and judgment, and equity. Verse 7 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. You see, fools despise the doctrine of God as they make up their own doctrines and then fit them into the Bible when in truth they don't belong in the Bible at all. Proverbs 1 verse 8 My son, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother. Proverbs 3 verse 11 My son, despise not the chastising of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. Are we as Christians despising the doctrine of the Lord? Are we just listening to fables because it suits us better? Proverbs 4 verse 1 Hear ye, children, the instruction of a father, and attend to no understanding. Who is our ultimate father? It is God. Are we listening to him? Proverbs 4 verse 13 Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is thy life. Solomon is saying to us that instruction, in other words, doctrine is life. Without the true doctrine that comes from God, we don't have life, and we can't have eternal life either. Proverbs 5 verse 12 And say, how have I hated instruction, and my heart despised reproof? I see this today, but Christians hate reproof, and they hate the doctrine from God as it corrects their wrong ways. How can we get on the narrow path that Jesus tells us to look to and to walk on if we don't correct our wrong ways and listen to the doctrine that he taught us? I see how I struggle when I learn something new and realize that I must not be doing that and need to change. It is not easy, but we need to change. We need to repent and turn away from our sins. Proverbs 5 verse 23, He shall die without instruction, and in the greatness of his folly, he shall go astray. Proverbs 6 verse 23 For the commandment is a lamp and the law is light and reproofs of instruction are the way of life. While well, we know in Psalms 119 verse 105 The lamp, the light unto my feet. And here it says and the law is, a, is light. So if the law is light and the lamp is the Bible how can we say that the commandments don't mean anything anymore, that you can't obey them? This is a false doctrine, like I said. Proverbs 8 verse 10, Receive my instruction, and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. So doctrine is more important than silver and gold. 
as it is eternal life. Proverbs 8 verse 33. Hear instruction and be wise and refuse it not. Don't refuse the doctrine that is from God. That is a big mistake. Proverbs 10 verse 7. He is in the way of life that keepeth instructions. But he that refuseth reproof erreth. If you don't like reproof, then you go astray, become deceived. This is what it means to erreth. Proverbs 12 verse 1. Whoso loveth instruction, loveth knowledge, but he that hateth reproof is brutish. The Bible is so plain that none can err. Brutish means, also means stupid. You can substitute brutish with stupid to see what the Bible is saying. But wait, I am told, you have no love in you. Well, does love leave a brother in sin? Sinners are not saved. It is the overcomer that is saved and gets eternal life. The overcomer overcomes through Jesus who helps him to overcome. Read the book of Revelation to find out more about overcomers. Yes, we have been deceived by those that don't understand the Bible, even though they have studied theology. Proverbs 13 verse 1, A wise son heareth his instruction, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. Do you not hear rebuke? And the Bible says you are a scorner. Another word for scorner is a mocker, a scoffer, and a teacher. Don't be one of these people. Listen to God and follow Him. When He rebukes you, listen. How else are we going to change if we do not listen to the rebuke? Jesus never said that everybody is going to be saved just because they believe in His name. He said that only a few find the narrow way and straight gate. We don't seem to believe these words from Jesus. As I have heard people say that lots will be saved. This is another error. Have you found the narrow path, the straight gate? Proverbs 13 verse 18. Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth instruction, but he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. Verse 24. He that spareth his rod hateth his son, but he that loveth him chastiseth him betimes. Proverbs 15 verse 5. A fool despiseth his father's instruction, but he that regardeth reproof is prudent. Verse 10. Correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh the way, and he that hateth reproof shall die. Just like I said, if you don't like reproof, you don't turn from your sins, you will die. Proverbs 15 verse 32. He that refuseth instruction despiseth his own soul, but he that heareth reproof getteth understanding. Verse 33. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility. Proverbs 16 verse 22. Understanding is a wellspring of life unto him that hath it. But the instruction of fools is folly. Proverbs 19 verse 20. Hear counsel and receive instruction, that thou mayest be wise in thy latter end. And verse 27. Cease, my son to hear the instruction that causeth to err from the words of knowledge. Don't go listen to the false doctrines out there that causeth you to err and go down the broad way. Turn back from that way and study your Bible. Proverbs 22 verse 15 Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. Proverbs 23 verse 12 
Apply thy heart unto instruction and thine ears to the words of knowledge. Proverbs 23 verse 13. Withhold not correction from the child. If thou beatest him with the rod, he shall not die. Oh dear, no wonder why that generation today is getting worse and worse. Man has stopped listening to God's instruction. Children are no longer corrected because people are scared of what the government is going to do to them. We should be more scared of what God is going to do to us. But the fear of the Lord has left us as a people. We would rather read the trash from the world than study our Bibles. Let us not forget how much TV has corrupted our lives. Yes, go research it. Crime has gone up because of such devices. Yet Christians would rather sit in front of the TV than study their Bibles. This shows how little value Christians place on the sacrifice of God's only begotten Son and His Word. It is a disgrace to call yourself a Christian and sit in front of those evil devices and read those trashy books. Yes, it is time that the Christian, or should I say the true Christians, stand up. Like in the days of the Reformation, Proverbs 23 verse 23, Buy the truth and sell it not, also wisdom and instruction and understanding. Proverbs 24 verse 32, Then I saw and considered it well. I looked upon it and received instruction. Isaiah 26 verse 16, Lord, in trouble have they visited thee. They poured out a prayer when thy chastising was upon them. Why do people always go to God when things go wrong? But yet when things are going right, we never thank him for it. We don't recognize that he's there. We just carry on with our own lives. But yet when things go wrong, we go complain to God. I find this very strange. Isaiah 53 verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. Jeremiah 2 verse 30. In vain have I smitten your children. They received no correction. Your own sword hath devoured your prophets like a destroying lion. Are you like one of these from Israel that received no correction? Read the Old Testament and see how many times God kept trying to bring them back to the truth. Jeremiah 5 verse 3. O Lord, are not thine eyes upon the truth? Thou hast stricken them, but they have not grieved. Thou hast consumed them, but they have refused to receive correction. They have made their faces harder than a rock. They have refused to return. Jeremiah 7 verse 28. But thou shalt say unto them, This is a nation that obeyeth not the voice of the Lord their God, nor receiveth correction. Truth is perished and is cut from their mouth. Is not this the prophecy of our time? Have we as Christians obeyed the voice of the Lord? Or have we listened to the voice of the enemy of God? Have we come up with our own doctrines and traditions and replaced them from the word of God? Jeremiah 10 verse 8 But they are altogether brutish and foolish. The stock is a doctrine of vanities. Jeremiah 30 verse 14 All thy lovers have forgotten thee. They seek thee not. For I have wounded thee with the wound of an enemy with the chastisement of a cruel one, for the multitude of thine iniquity, because thy sins were increased. Are our sins as Christians increasing before God? Jeremiah 32 verse 33. And they have turned unto me back, and not the face, though I taught them, rising up early and teaching them, 
yet they have not hearkened to receive instruction. Jeremiah 35 verse 13, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Go and tell the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, Will ye not receive instruction to hearken to my words, saith the Lord? Ezekiel 5 verse 15, So it shall be a reproach and a taunt and instruction and an astonishment unto the nations that are round about thee, when I shall execute judgments in thee, in anger and in fury, and in furious rebukes, I, the Lord, have spoken it. Hosea 5 verse 2, And the revolters are proud to make slaughter, though I have been a rebuker, a rebuker of, all, of them all. Rebuker here is another word in the Hebrew that can be translated as instruction or doctrine. Zephaniah 3 verse 2, She obeyed not the voice, she received not correction, she trusted not in the Lord, she drew not near to her God. Zephaniah 3 verse 7, I said, Surely thou wilt fear me, thou wilt receive instruction, so their dwelling should not be cut off, howsoever I punished them. But they rose early and corrupted all their doings. We all say that the world is going to get better, things will change. God, help this country or that country, yet the world is getting more corrupt. Just take a look at the governments around the world, how the crime is just increasing, how unruly the children of this generation are. We need to open our eyes. It is like we are in a pot that is boiling and we don't even feel it. We keep looking to man to sort out our problems, and yet the problems just keep getting worse and worse. So we look to another president, prime minister or ruler to sort out the mess and it just keeps getting worse. Well, it is time for us to turn to our maker and to look to him so that he can teach us the truth. It is time for us to stop playing and just talking how we are Christians yet the people around about us can see that we are not obeying our God that we say we love. We as Christians are just if not more corrupt than those that don't believe in God. Why do we think that we can get away with it? Is it because of the false doctrine that are taught to us? I believe it is. Just look at the one. Just believe in Jesus and everything will be okay. That's a bunch of baloney. If I believe Jesus, I'll believe his doctrines that he taught. I'll believe to follow his law because he said, If you love me, obey my commandments. And yet this is one thing Christians cannot do, is obey his commandments because they are taught false doctrines. I have experienced this so-called love that the so-called Christians talk about. It definitely is not from God. It is like a Hollywood trashy love. All talk and no action. Talk is cheap, my friend. It is easy to speak of love and yet not do anything. We are so easily deceived, and yet we think we are in a good standing with God just because we go on a certain day to go and praise Him. But yet, the rest of the week, we do as we please. It is time to change. It is time to listen to God. The question comes, do we know who God is? Thank you, Heavenly Father, for showing us the truth in thy word and how important doctrine actually is to us. Help us to study it and to learn the doctrines that you have for us to, to learn and not to learn the ones from man. For we ask this in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. You can go to our website at www.goandteachall.org. That is G-O-A-N-D-T-E-A-C-H-A-L-L dot O-R-G.